Hey there, I have a quick question. Are you responsible for social media at your school? If you are awesome, because you're in the right spot, welcome to the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Gribble, and I am so excited to learn right alongside you in today's episode. Happy summer. It's the middle of summer. I'm still saying it's middle, even though it seems like school is just around the corner. Um, but thanks for joining me in on this podcast. You are going to love to meet Macy Stover. She's just in her second year as a director of communications. She's the first person that's ever held that role. And so we're really going to talk about how she got started. And it was in the middle of the pandemic. So she's got some uh, unique insights of how she got started with her role. Um, she's going to talk through how she gets content from her staff and how she builds in these media days where she spends time at the school to get photos and meet teachers and let's, let students know who she is. Uh, we're going to dive into Facebook ads. Um, she's using Facebook ads right now for some job postings and things like that. And so if you are dabbling with Facebook ads, we're going to talk about frequency, we're going to talk about budget, and then we're going to get into some graphic design tips and kind of why graphics are so, so important. There's some work you guys could be doing now to get ready for the school year. So very excited for you to meet Macy. And if you love meeting all of these different school PR folks each week, every Monday we drop a new episode, make sure that you hit the subscribe button because you can fit this in, in a drive to work on one of your workouts, maybe on a walk, even while you're doing laundry and folding laundry. I hope you fold laundry. I'm a laundry folder as soon as it gets out of the dryer. Are you? I'm not sure. But um, anyways, you can listen to this podcast wherever you're at, even if you're up at the cabin, as long as you got some internet connection. I'd also love it if you have never taken the time to leave me a review could you do that? That would be a great gift back to me is leave a review because it helps other listeners know, hey, is this podcast like legit and for real? So leave me a review, make sure you subscribe. And now let's get to this week's K-12 PR tip. All right. Our tip for this week is about your new staff. You likely are introducing um, or welcoming on some new teachers, some new paraprofessionals, some new leaders in your school or school district. Social media is a great place to introduce those folks to your community. I'm talking about individual posts for each person, not like welcome to the team and have a big, you know, feature of all 12 of them or all 25 of them in one picture. I am talking about individual features out on social media. You guys, you're going to get new followers. You're going to get uh, moms and dads and brothers and sisters of, of those staff members that are going to be following your page and commenting. You're going to get new parents or, 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 or your existing families to say, hey, welcome aboard. You're going to get your current staff to know who those people are. You can do it in a variety of ways, um, simply you know, taking their picture when they come in or letting them share a personal photo. Um, and you can share a little bit about them or you can simply share, hey, here is who they are and what they're going to be doing this school year. So whatever you would want to do. Um, some schools even have those new staff members fill out a little form and answer some questions about where they went to school and what are their hobbies, right? And why they're excited to work for your 
school? That's an important question to put in there. So I hope that you're taking the time to highlight these new staff members on your social media pages. They make great summer content and it's great to be able to see their face before the school year starts so that people can get uh, acquainted with them. So it also makes your new staff really feel the love before the school year starts. So that's my tip. Now let's get into a, a lot more with tips on Facebook ads and branding and getting out to the classroom with Macy Stover. Hey there, Macy. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. I am so excited to see you. It was so nice to meet you uh, down in Oklahoma just a few months ago. Yes, I was very excited to meet you and learn more about social schools and all the things that y'all are doing. And I'm really excited to be a part of your organization now. Yeah. And I was so impressed because you have done great things. And I think it's so nice on this podcast to interview people that are on all parts of their journey. And so Mm -hmm. you're fairly new to school PR, but you have done a lot of things uh, for Clinton Public Schools there in Oklahoma. So can you just share your background and how you kind of got into the role that you're in today? Yes. So this is actually my second year as the director of communications at Clinton Public Schools. And so uh, prior to that, I was a agricultural communications and agricultural business student at the Oklahoma State University. And so um, school PR was not something that I necessarily knew about, that it was even an option when I was going through this. But my husband is the ag teacher here. And um, so we just kind of got to talking to our superintendents one day and they were kind of interested in looking and seeing if this was a position for our school. And so that's kind of how I got started. So I started subbing and then um, I got into the part-time position and then now I'm full-time as our um, one-man shop (laughs) of school PR. And tell me a little bit about Clinton Public Schools, about how big is it? How many schools do you have? Okay, so currently we have three elementary schools and a middle school and a high school. We are pre-K through 12th grade. We have about 2,000 students um, and we are, you know, we're growing. Uh, Our sports are outstanding. Um, We've had 17 football state championships. We are back-to-back soccer state championships. Our golf team made it to state. all sorts of things. Our choir went to New York and got to um, perform there. And it's just been a a great year for us. And we're really excited that we're finally getting back into the swing of everything. And uh, we're just growing every year. Yeah, that's awesome. It's great to, you know, hang your hat on some of those big accomplishments for, Mm -hmm. um, you you would say maybe a small school. I still think it's big uh, compared to where I come from. But um, Macy, so you were the first person ever to serve in this communication director role. Is that right? Yes. So we had uh, an intern who did a couple hours a week, but um, I'm the first full-time position who had training and uh, marketing and and then started uh, part-time and then now full-time. So how long were you in a part-time role? So, and was that about 20 hours a week or? Yes, it was, it was 20, but I could go um, further if I needed to. We were just kind of deciding that with the size of our school, what was necessary for our district. And so we quickly realized that by summer, I was uh, my first year, I was full-time. And you started in the middle of the pandemic or right at the beginning of the pandemic. Is that right? It was right in the middle. So I started in July after we shut down 
And okay. um, so we were still navigating, you know, the best ways to communicate with our students and what our plan was for the next year and, and how we were going to tackle the next year with communicating and, and our whole school dynamic kind of changed. So, um, you know, the, we changed our school messaging systems and uh, we switched more from a Twitter faced uh, social media account to uh, Facebook is now our primary go-to place. And, um, and so we've kind of switched the dynamic to meet our parents and, um, and see what really they needed to move forward. Okay. So I've got some questions and I know Macy, I gave you like questions ahead of time. And then we dive into this stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh, the listeners are going to want to um, really hear about this. So uh, first of all, just learning an, a new position within a new a school district can be challenging. Yes. How did you get some of the training that you needed when you started in that role? Did that come from internal and you really looked to some of the leadership internally or did you seek some of that externally? So within my, probably my second week, um, our, a really good friend of mine, Amber Fitzgerald from the uh, OSSBA, she came, drove all the way out to Clinton and she met with me for probably three or four hours. And I told her that I had a style guide and I was starting a crisis plan um, just from my training, what, what I thought that we needed to start with. And then she showed me so many more uh, tips, tricks. She shared me things that she did when she was with Enid Public Schools, and um, she really got me started. And then we just had, you know, weekly and monthly meetings with our superintendent and see where we could go, uh, what worked, what hasn't worked. And it's just been a lot of trial error. Um, okay. And then, but she was a big help in getting me started on, you know, where, where to go, where I was going on the right track, what works in business, and then what really works for school PR. Yeah. And Amber's going to be a guest on uh, this podcast in just a oh, few awesome. weeks, I think. Yes, she's we're gonna, amazing. We're going to talk about crisis. What's really nice is she works for your school board association, but she was mm -hmm. a school PR person before she took that role. Yes. So she has so much. So if you're new and it's a newer role, you know, reaching out to those state associations, there's, um, you know, the school board association, there's your district uh, administrators or superintendent association. And then I know that you are now part of OKSPRA. So yes. that's the school public relations. So those are three areas that you could look into to probably get support. And when did you join OKSPRA? Um, I joined OKSPRA right after that meeting with okay. Amber Fitzgerald. So I was there from the start and it's just been a great help learning from all of the different people, whether you know, they're public schools or, um, you know, small uh, technical schools or, or whatever the type is, you can learn something from everyone. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And I just know from meeting you, Macy, would you say you're an introvert or an extrovert? I'm very quiet. <laughs> I, you know, I, I can uh, type my Facebook posts and do all of my graphic design stuff. And um, I can speak in front of people, but, you know, one-on-one -on -one conversations is not not where I strive. <laughs> right. So networking that way and getting support from Amber and getting, you know, involved in OK Spra, was that hard for you or because it was for your career and stuff, was it, did it come a little more natural? It was a little bit difficult starting in the pandemic, you know, cause I was working from home my first year and I was like, well, I can't really get too involved in the classrooms cause we don't want to spread stuff. And, and how do I, you know, 
get in touch with these teachers and get them to share with what's going on. And so um, I started by every year at the beginning of the year, I start with an email that just say, Hey, here's my link to all of the stuff um, that you can share with me. Just, you know, share what's going on in your classroom. If you have students who are doing great things out of school, just, just let me know what's going on. And so that's kind of helped that every year I do that. And then now that we've gotten back, I try to make a point to go into as many classrooms as I can. So one thing I started was um, we started it at Nance, actually, which is our pre-K through first grade center. And I called it our Nance Media Day. And so I'll go, um, I'll spend the whole day there and I'll try to go into every classroom that I can. And I'll just take pictures so the kids know my face and, and, uh, you know, the teachers will see and they'll be like, hey, I see you. Um, We're doing something really cool. Can you come take a picture real quick? And so that's really helped me, Um, you know, the behind a camera has really helped me get um, in touch with teachers and the kids and stuff. So that's really helped me in that area. Awesome. You got to make time for that. Right. So I love it. You, you kind of term it, you know, a media day and then going out and I'm assuming you do that at that one school. Are you kind of expanding that maybe in this next school year where you're going to do it at other schools as well? Yes. So we're working through that. Um, and I, I still go to every site, you know, I, I try to go as much as I can, but just as, as ugh, excuse me, designating that one day um, towards the beginning of the year really helps get the teachers to know your face and be like, Hey, uh, can I have your cell phone number? You know, just, I know it's last minute, but do you mind coming over? And just that kind of stuff really helps. Yeah. Building those relationships. Oh, I love that. So um, <laughs> establishing that media day, setting that day aside, getting it on your calendar, um, love that. Okay. So in the intro, also, you talked about when you first started, you got with Amber Fitzgerald, she gave you some training, but you also, um, made some other switches, but I specifically heard you say you kind of switched from a Twitter heavy to more Facebook focused. Can you tell me about what they were doing before? And maybe was that effective? Cause, cause we of course have found in a lot of our small school districts, like there's not that many, t- you know, uh, parents and stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So we have found, so is that what you kind of saw and, and how did you make that transition? I kind of noticed that, um, Twitter, it's kind of, it's kind of dying off for our parents. Um, Facebook is growing and I've seen a huge shift of a lot of our high school students even starting to get Facebook again. So, um, I kind of knew that Facebook is the best way to, um, get in touch with a lot of our parents, even sometimes better than text messages and stuff. So we still do that, but um, Facebook is always the go-to. I still use Twitter more for like um, highlights, you know, something that's going on, but more for snow days and stuff like that. We use Facebook, but um, our school had uh, our main Twitter account. And then also they encouraged each teacher to have a Twitter account for their classrooms. So there was a lot of um, Twitter going around and, and what's going on in your classroom and you could see what your kids were doing. And, and it was really good. Um, we really enjoyed that. And I think a lot of parents enjoyed that, but then again, people kind of stopped using Twitter. Um, we've kind of noticed. So we were trying to see what was most effective for our parents. Right. And now you've really grown that. So you still run Twitter. You have a district Facebook page. Do you have any other social media channels you run on the district level? We do not. So we are, we have contemplated, um, you know, our, we do our YouTube a little bit and we're wanting to grow that starting a podcast or, or something, you know, that we could um, do like weekly highlights with seniors or, 
updates with our superintendent, just different things like that. And we plan on starting that pretty soon. We just passed a bond. And so we're hopefully going to get a place where we can do that podcast and and not have to have like a pop-up studio and and stuff like that. But um, so far that's, that's in the works. And then we've also uh, contemplated using Instagram, but I'm just not sure what the, the usage of Instagram is for our parents yet. Yeah. And uh, what we've found is Instagram's great for, I mean, young parents and then for mm-hmm. students. Um, of course, you're a part of our membership group. So you've got some great resources in there where we've done some training. But mm-hmm. what I love, Macy, is that you're being very strategic in what you take on. Mm-hmm. And you can't take on everything all at yes. once. I mean, you're a one person shop and you went through implementing new systems in the last two years, plus the pandemic and you know all of this. So mm-hmm. you got to take some baby steps before you just are like, oh, let's grab this hot tool and you know that yes. one. I think that's been uh, very deliberate on your part, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And so we've also started paying for um, Facebook ads now, and we've kind of started playing in that area. So um, we, we were kind of taking baby steps to see what works and what doesn't work before we just jump in and try everything. And then we scale back to what doesn't work. So we're just kind of testing um, a little bit as we go. And then hopefully we'll get our groove. And there's always, I mean, it's social media, so it changes every day. Yeah. Uh, you know, Facebook, you know, the, the setup changes every day and you have to relearn where everything is. And, but um Yep. It's just taking it day by day. It's like its own special language. And Mm -hmm. then uh, I know just yesterday, somebody's like, where do you find this? And then, you know, we help each other out. Um, Okay. So you just mentioned Facebook ads. So I just want to ask a little bit, um, you know, we've got uh, training inside of our membership group. I don't do a lot of ads for the schools that we, we serve, uh, but some schools choose to boost posts and you can run advertisements. So, um, and we're in the middle of the summer um, right now when this is airing. And so I don't know if there's going to be still people thinking about moving into your community or, you know, whatever. Um, So how are you using Facebook ads? Can you just share anything that you've learned so far? Yes. So um, we first did our first ad, I think in October. And so we don't do them all the time. We just uh, maybe twice a year or something like that. But okay. I'll have two different um, ads that I'll run and I'll run them for a week and then I'll take a week off and then I'll put it on back for a week. And so I'll kind of alternate. So um, currently we're running a job posting ad. So with um, the teacher shortage and everything, we're really trying to, to push that out there. And so I always target, you know, we're out west and there's not a whole lot around us, but we do have um, Swasu. Uh, Southwestern Oklahoma State University within 15 minutes of us. So we target um, that area pretty good. And then Oklahoma City, and then just the general Oklahoma area. Okay. And so you're specifically looking for some, um, you know, some of the job openings, which I'm assuming are some paraprofessional type roles, probably and some staff. Yes. Yes. So we've had um, anything from uh, our tech team needs summer workers, maintenance, um, English teachers, math teachers, and we are working on, I think we had a few um, coaching positions open up, but I think those are starting to, to get filled. But we have um, just kind of started there. And then I think starting probably tomorrow, we're going to alternate to our, um, our ad post where we focus more on our graduation rate, um, student activities, the different clubs and organizations that we feature, 
and just different ways for kids to get involved and um, that we also have our online students too. Okay. So we're going to start pushing stuff like that. Okay. Awesome. So um, you take, you do one week, then you take a week off and then you do another week. What's, what's your thinking behind that? So I, I kind of started that with um, kind of, I wanted to do a, a test week to see how the ad was posting and see um, what was going to get, like how, I think our, we got 125 um, clicks to our job posting page within the first 24 hours. So I kind of look at stuff like that and, and if the ad's really working and if it's getting to our target audience and if it's getting shared in the right um, geographical area and just stuff like that. So if it works, then we'll extend it longer. But then I also try to alternate with maybe not spending as much funds at one time uh, on two different ads. So I okay. just kind of space them out when I can. Okay. I really like that. I figured that you were going to look at like the analytics and then figure mm-hmm. if there's anything t- changing. Okay. Yes. And then my other question that people are going to have is how much money are you spending? Um, I think Facebook ads can be a very economical way um, mm-hmm. versus, you know, think about direct mailers or even like advertisements in a newspaper or something. So um, what what's kind of your target of trying to spend, you know, spend on these ads? So um, depending on the ad, I'll spend between five and $10 a day. Okay. That is not much everybody. And so it's not, and it's worth just dabbling with. So yes, I love it. Good job. Um, So now I'm going to get back to some of my questions I was going to ask (laughs) earlier, Macy. So, um, you know, you are, and you talked about getting out into the schools, but you do rely heavily on getting staff to send things in with you know, to you as well to share. So what's kind of your strategy? What's your system of getting staff to submit things to you? So um, on every year at the beginning of the year, I walk through all of our mailboxes and I put my business card in there. And so my business card has my personal uh, cell phone number, my email address. And then on the back, it has two QR codes. So it'll go to our good news form. And then um, it has... um, another QR code for, for staff to submit if they want a graphic request. So if they have an event coming up that they want to advertise and I can make a graphic for them, whether it be senior night, something like that, and they can just kind of send referrals to me that way, but also um, just contacting me by email. I, I accept graphics and, you know, stuff like that too. Okay. So really just trying to get your name out there and that's good. So you have a good news form and then you also have a graphic request. And yes. I do know, you know, your branding is really on point. Um, oh, and you. we'll have, we'll have links to your website and to your social media sites. So why, tell me why you think branding is so important. Um, I would say that probably got started when, um, from one of my professors in, in college, uh, she was a really great professor who really strived for consistency and uh, clean. And, and I just kind of have always enjoyed the graphic side of things in my communications role. And so I really try to work on staying with my style guide, uh, not having too many variations of our logo and, and what I can do to make it consistent that I don't even have to put our logo on it, that someone would know, hey, that's Clinton. So that's kind of my goal. And uh, I try to stick with that. Yeah, you do a really great job. And what kind of tools do you use to create those those graphics? So I use the Adobe software and I also use Canva. Okay. 
And so sometimes can't, I mean, there's a lot of people that are super talented that, you know, yes. Canva is kind of like graphic design for dummies. Mm-hmm. Me being in that boat, Macy, because I like, I know what looks good when I see it, but for me, mm-hmm. like to develop it, it's really challenging. So you, but you use a combination because I'm sure Canva sometimes is really quick. Yes, it's really quick. And then also sometimes, you know, when you're working with the same color scheme, you can kind of get uh, like everything starts to look the same, but you want to make it look, look a little different. So Canva is a big help there. And uh, they also have a Facebook group that um, is a, for PR people that really shows different tools. And so I've learned a lot of cool tricks and tools that you can use on Canva. So it's a specific, like a a Canva group of users that's more geared towards school or towards PR people or what? Um, So it's really for anybody, but there's a lot of people who um, sell and design graphics um, and then they use Canva to do that. But uh, it's called Canva Design Circle. And so it's it's not really for school PR people, but just being able to learn those tips and tricks of how to maneuver pictures and how to edit those um, specifically for Canva has really been able to help me be quicker about, you know, what tools I can use on the phone and when I need to go on online. Yeah, that's helpful. So is that a Facebook group? Yes, it's a Facebook group. Okay, so we could we'll put a link in the show notes. I'll find it afterwards, but it's called okay. Canva Design Circle, and I'm assuming it's free, right? Yes, I I haven't had to pay anything. I think I just had to answer two questions of like why I use Canva and, and you know just the basic security type questions. Yeah, but, um, you know I just try to follow along, and they they do cool like splitting graphics and and putting pictures inside letters, and I didn't even know you could do that on Canva, but you know they they really teach you a lot of neat stuff. That's awesome. And there's, they're always coming out with new things. And mm-hmm. so um, that would be a great spot to stay connected. So yes. cool. and I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think one of the Canva designers is, is actually the head of that group. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, sure, sure. I'm sure they really, cause they do a great job with taking care of their users. And so um, it's probably a good place for them to get feedback from their community too, on what needs to be upgraded or, you know, whatever. Yes. So Canva design circle, that is awesome. Um, Okay. What, you know, you've done a great job with, you know, social media and communications within your school district. What continues to be maybe your biggest struggle when it comes to social media? Uh, I think our biggest struggle is still just getting people to send me stories. Um, I feel like that's always going to be one of my biggest challenges. And, and, you know, I see something really cool and then I see it on someone's personal page. I'm like, Hey, you should really share that to me. Can I use your pictures or, or what can we do? You know, let me know next time and I'll come take pictures, you know, just different things that I can get in contact with them and, and just hopefully keep growing that. But that seems to be our biggest struggle. Yeah. And that that's time and content uh, seems to be the struggle of the hundreds and hundreds of people that I connect with. Um, but continuing to build those relationships is what's going to help help that knowing that that you're there to help. And so I don't think we'll ever tackle it totally of, hey, you forgot to tell me about that. But mm-hmm. um, but that's good. What is your best social media tip that you would share with with the audience? I would say just to keep sharing, you know, share your own stories. And um, the way that we're set up is that each of our campuses have different um, Facebook groups for their each site. So I try to share content of theirs when I can and then uh, share our own when it's relevant, relevant. And, um, you know, so we just I just keep sharing 
yeah. uh, the, the most I can. And, you know, it, it boosts um, our community because our community knows that they can go to our page. They can go to our um, booster pages, our uh, different school sites, and they can just learn what's going on at each different site and, and know that uh, there's a lot of great things going on in our community and we have really great community support. And so we just want to keep sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. Keep spreading that positive, um, positive message. Well, Macy, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And yes, thank you for having me. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again in person soon. Um, for our listeners that want to get connected, what's the best way to get connected with you? Um, so Facebook, uh, Macy Ann Stover is my Facebook name. And then, uh, you can also email me at Macy, M-A-C-I dot Stover, S-T-O-V-E-R at cpsreds.org. Okay. We're going to have both of those linked in the show notes, along with all of your social channels. We really appreciate it. We got to dive into ads and your media days and your business card, um, some of those forms and talk about branding, Oh my gosh, so much good stuff, you guys. And as you get ready for the next school year, you know, there's a lot to tackle. Take a deep breath one day at a time um, and enjoy, uh, you know, hopefully a few more weeks of summer before all of it starts again. Um, Thanks again for for, uh, hanging out with us, Macy, and we'll see you guys all next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you learned a lot from this episode of the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. If you did, pass it on to others who might need to hear it too. And if you want to hang out with me even more, check out my membership program. It's the best way to get the year-round support, inspiration, and training on the ever-changing world of social media. Find out more at socialschoolforedu.com. We'll see you next week.